Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy people healthy. I'm very excited today to have Fran Cahoe on the uh, show. Fran, thank you so much for coming on to help us understand a bit more about massage and the therapeutic effects it can have on the body. How are you, Fran? I'm very good, Stephanie. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on the line. So, Fran, there are many different types of massage, and a lot of the clients listening to the show occasionally go for a massage to relax after a long week's work, or if they've been lifting weights, it, it, it helps uh, release that muscle tension. There are many different types of massage. What got you into your niche, and why? Well, it was actually my own body. Um, so I did a lot of manual labor when I was younger. We had a family business that involved a lot of lifting and a lot of long hours. And I had about back, hip, shoulder, and knee issues related to just some of the imbalances that began to develop muscular-wise in my body. And, yeah, just through getting treatment for a serious back injury, I became very interested to see why some therapies worked successfully and why some of them were a waste of time. I see. And which ones did you find didn't work for you? So it was actually, when you think about it, it's often the application of something, not necessarily the type. Um, But then some types of massage or treatment didn't go deep enough or maybe in terms of the direction that they apply to create change in your body. So if um, yeah, the old physiotherapy is wonderful, it works on symptoms of the body, which can really help in an isolated area. I found that what I really needed was something that actually worked on the whole body and integrated different body parts that work in conjunction with each other to actually create a better biomechanical stance Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I, I find personally when I receive a massage, I, I like it quite light and soft. And um, my best friend actually, the tougher, the better. Is, is there a reason why we all yeah. have different responses to that? There is. So one of the main reasons is need. You know, if your body is in pretty good condition, then perhaps you won't need or you won't feel that underlying need for somebody to get in and touch that sore spot. So perhaps a lighter massage can actually really smoothen out the fascia, the connective tissue, and get you back rebooted, back on board again. And if you have underlying trigger points, you know, those sore, achy areas in the belly of a muscle that actually just scream out for somebody to touch them, then you need somebody who is actually able to apply the pressure with the right level of firmness and the right approach to release that muscle. I see. Well, massage supports several functions in the body, so that's why I like your integrative t- approach. Talk to us about the benefits of, of having a whole body, a whole body uh, system. Yes. So the benefits are that massage works predominantly on the musculoskeletal system. So that's you know, the bones and the muscles that you that move or create movement through the joints and the bones. Um, when we have tension in our musculature, it's fine unless it's disproportionate tension. So if, if some of the muscles 
are dominant and tight, they actually they pull the joint forward or to that direction, and they need an equal but opposite direction of uh, opposition tension in a different direction. So musculoskeletal wise, massage can be really good for releasing tension, uh, improving the biomechanical movement, range of motion, and taking compression off of the nerves, off of the allowing lymphatic drainage, um, and actually learning to reboot or actually change the cellular, cellular memory in muscle if that's needed from a posture point of view. Um, the other benefits are sometimes are quite hidden. You know, if you can take a kink or a twist out of the body, then you're going to allow the, the arteries, the veins, the lymphatics, the nervous system to actually function better. So I'm a huge believer in massage and I really believe that if you can take the kinks out of the rib cage, you know, and the pelvis and, and allow the torso, the, the upper body to actually sit in alignment, well then you're going to positively influence the organs and visual systems, etc. Yeah. I, I see it as suppressing anything that we suppress causes a problem. So releasing the muscle is releasing the body and, and helping it be the way it needs to be, flowing and, and moving. Um, some people like a cold compress and some people prefer a hot stone massage. And I was wondering, how does temperature change the effect on, on muscles? So temperature has a huge role to play. Um, if you put a cold compress on, that's going to constrict or shorten or squeeze the muscle tissues or the tissues of the body and that's really effective if you're in a position of inflammation and where you want to actually you want to actually cool down the inflammation and actually squeeze the blood out with the constriction and hot compresses are very effective if you want to create a sense of relaxation in the muscle so, you know, getting a hot stone is going to bring an increased body temperature. That's going to usually feel quite soothing. And already the body starts to relax even before much pressure is applied. Yeah. And most people think of a massage, oh, that's nice. It's nice to relax. But how can massage help us improve our flexibility and give us strength benefits in the gym? Yeah, well, it, it goes hand in hand, and one without the other. If you if you want to improve flexibility or strength, yes, you can do that through exercise alone. But it's it's actually it speeds up the process if you can involve something like massage therapy or body work therapy to actually to increase the flexibility. So, what we find with a lot of London people is that. It's no problem for their muscles to be contracted and be in tension. Mm -hmm. It's quite difficult for us to actually relax our muscles. Um, and that goes, you know, for many different reasons. It's doing the same thing day in, day out. But it's also, we live a busy lifestyle in London. There's a lot more pressure physiologically and psychologically on us from our know, work demands. Um, so when it comes to flexibility, Massage releases the tension in a muscle physically by pushing it and stretching it. And also neurologically by when we press into a muscle that's a bit tender or painful, 
the brain gets a signal to say, oh, somebody is pushing in here, this is sore. And then the brain actually starts to process that feedback and, and it starts to think, well, hang on, why is this muscle switched on? And therefore, neurologically, the brain helps it switch off the muscle. And if you get regular massage, you're actually reprogramming the cellular memory of tense muscles to become relaxed in their default state rather than being tense in their default state. So that's how flexibility can be improved because a relaxed muscle is a stretchier, looser muscle. Strength can be improved because if you want to use a muscle, you know, in the gym you want to lift a dumbbell or you want to do an activity, if you're calling upon a tired, cranky, tense muscle, it doesn't have as much energy or or resilience to actually to do the task that you're calling upon it. So actually, strength, I found that with my clients that their muscles become stronger, easier when the musculature is in a better condition after resolving some of our painful issues and grooming the muscles into a better program state so that they have the ability to strengthen at ease with a good foundation. That's, that's so interesting. The mind-muscle connection that you described is very interesting. And um, I, I like yes. to do foam rolling before I start my workout as a, as a form of self-massage. Um, but how yes. does massage prevent injury? So, yes, yeah, foam, roll foam rolling is brilliant and self-stretching are brilliant. Um, there, there is sometimes a time when you know when you feel like you want to stretch something, but you just can't get enough grip on it because it's too tight. That's all the time. The all the time. I'm experiencing that yes. right now, and I, I feel imprisoned in my body. I lift weights. I don't stretch enough. I used to uh, dance. Yeah. I used to dance more. So my my spirit and my soul is expecting an expansive body that can move and and jump and do the splits and. Uh, the more I lift weights, the, the, exactly. the, the yeah. The more I lift weights, the more constricted I feel, and uh, I, I want to unwind that. So my fascination with massage and stretching is is, is born from that need. Yes, so some of that feeling like a prisoner in your own body is just the connective tissue. So the connective tissue is called fascia, and it connects every tissue in the body, every organ. It basically stops you from wobbling too much when you run or walk or for the organs to be bashing against your ribcage. And the fascia is like, like wearing a wetsuit. And if you can imagine wearing a few layers of wetsuits and say the middle one is a size too small and caught in a twist, yes. well, that, that can replicate in your body as well. And that happens through, you might have a dominant eye, dominant ear, dominant arm, leg, and basically what eye. happens is... Do I have a dominant eye? Wow. I you, you're, uh, yes, it's we do. revealing. Really? Yeah, so, you know, you will, you will perhaps use one eye a little bit more than another or an ear, and what that does is in order to, to get your focus, you know, your body is already at twist from the neck and then the shoulders have to counterbalance and perhaps go the opposite direction stop you from feeling like you're going to fall over and the hips and turn replicate and then that ankle injury that you got when you were 10 years of age jumping off of a wall 
means that another uh, secondary twist starts to develop up the body and, and soon you have what we call a dominant line or a tight line and we all have one little trail through our body at least one trail that would be a bit tighter a bit less flexible than the opposite side of that trail down our body and what massage can do is it can it can actually do a, a three-dimensional approach on on those tight lines that, that perhaps uh, foam rolling or self-stretching can't always achieve by itself. So what it does is it anchors where it's tight and it uses cross-fibre techniques to actually flip each muscle fibre away from each other so that they become independent rather than a, a sleeve of just tension being pulled down that limb or up that back. And, yeah, basically, if we can release your fascia at the twist in it, and, and then you can stretch, you can form all so much more effectively. And, and that's a, a good place to be. Yes, and uh, a lot of my clients are over 40, and they, they start giving me these beliefs like, oh, well, you know, when you're over 40, your body isn't what it used to be and everything gets a bit tighter and your flexibility goes. But I know it doesn't have to be that way and it's my job to empower them and make them believe that actually you can have the flexibility that, that you want. You just have to have a better strategy and that ma- massage helps with that. Yeah. I would 100% could be. I had a 66-year-old gentleman come to me with shoulder pain one time and when I was treating his shoulder, I, I said to him, look, at, I know I'm, you're here because of your shoulder, but your legs don't move, and I would love to give you some more movement in there so you can have a, a spring in your step. And he, he was a bit sceptical uh, because he would thought that because of his age, that's just the way things rolled. And he had been to GPs, and he had talked to people about his tension and how he couldn't walk to the same speed as his friends. And within a few sessions of actually releasing some of the tension and teaching him how to do hamstring, quadriceps stretches, um, you know, within a few weeks, he reported back that he could now walk at the same speed as his friends and he was over the mood, over the moon. He just could not believe how this positively affected his his body and he's actually now a regular client of our clinic you know five years later and he's still coming to to stay in that condition that's amazing and even the language that you you gave him there i want to give you a spring in your step what a beautiful metaphor for the body what a beautiful intention you've set for his muscles and how we speak to ourselves is very important which is a slight tangent of course but Saying phrases like "I'm a prisoner in my own body" is, isn't gonna isn't gonna help my flexibility at all or my mindset. But having a spring in your step is is, is a wonderful gift that you uh, have given your client there. Uh, yes, I, I believe that language is powerful, and I think we have to um, we have to inspire people to be the best that they can be within realism, of course. Um, yeah. So I believe also. Massage is so, so beneficial. It should be done a little and often every day. A lot of my clients, they have a fast-paced life. They're in London. They have a lot on, and they do their workouts, and they think, oh, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll do stretching later. Or they, they skip 
that necessary step or they won't get a massage now and again but maybe once every two months they'll go for a spa weekend and they think that a one-hour massage every two months will undo the work of 30 workouts and what what is it that we can do every day maybe a 15-minute ritual of self-care that we can look after ourselves and give us benefits of massage between sessions with you well, one of the best massages you can do on yourself is to breathe and to breathe and really fill the capacity of your lungs so that your ribcage, your intercostal muscles become stretched and actually force the part with the breath because that's a real safe self-massage, you know, learning to increase the capacity of your lungs, direct the direction of where you push your breath into your lungs. Because that's some really set free the, the upper the upper rib cage especially and the top ribs the collarbone it can really help to improve flexibility of your neck muscles when you learn to direct your breath higher into your chest and um, if you choose to learn to breathe lower down into your abdomen while you're massaging your organs you are freeing up the distance between your rib cage and the pelvis which quite often gets a bit stuck and when you create a breath down there, you can feel that stretch, um, stretching the tissue and actually spreading things apart. So if you don't need much time because you can do that on the tube, you can do that in the taxi, you can do that at your desk when you're waiting for your computer to get fired up. Um, in terms of other self-massage, we're often too afraid to apply our own hand pressure to our own body, but it's actually a really, really good thing to do. Most people are afraid because they think that, oh, I might hurt myself, I don't quite know what I'm doing. Um, there's basically two types of pain that the body would feed back to you. If you do some self-massage with your own hands, on your own muscles, or on arms, legs, ankles, etc., you'll get feedback that it's, ooh, it's a bit ouchy, but it's very relieving. And that's good pain. That means you can continue on. Or you'll get the the other, the bad pain, which won't even really allow you to touch it because it just feels wrong. And so self-massage is really, really safe um, as long as you just use your own body to do it. If you get a screwdriver or something to do self-massage on yourself, that wouldn't be such a good idea. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the, the, the listeners, they, they are lucky enough and have worked hard enough to be able to afford... Uh, personal trainers and and physiotherapy that they can afford to invest uh, money in the help that they need to get their body composition goals and get their health back on track and uh, yeah. however they when it comes to massage it's quite strange they feel it's a luxury and I can't justify the cost even though I've got this uh, I've got this Ferrari for example and how can we encourage our clients to invest in themselves in a nice way i i see this as part of self-love and self-care and self-esteem and i often wonder if they're investing in these boot camps to sort of punish themselves for the negative eating behavior that they perceive and but they don't want to invest in loving their body and giving them the massage to to be kind to themselves and 
one of our fundamental beliefs at Urban Health is give your body what it needs and nothing that it doesn't need. And uh, self-love, self-care, as well as workouts, it should, it's all therapeutic. A workout should be therapeutic and a massage is therapeutic. And not being able to justify it leaves me with question marks. Have you found that with your clients? Without a doubt, um, especially in in England, perhaps you know I've travelled Australia. I've, I've recruited um, therapists from Australia, New Zealand, Canada, United States, and they don't see massage as being a luxury so much. And um, the culture is a bit more of a, a culture of people using it for therapeutic bodywork gains. In the UK, we're a step behind. We're starting to become a little bit more out there in terms of applying quality or valuable body work that creates effectiveness. So when people see it as a luxury, they're often thinking about perhaps spa massage, which gives you brilliant emotional relief, it gives you brilliant relaxation benefits. Um, but the quality body workers, the quality sports and remedial massage tactics who can get in there and actually create a physiological change to your body, they're, they're not as um, common as they are in some other parts of the world. And if you do get to find a therapist who can actually educate you as to what they're doing, why they're releasing, what they're releasing, what's in it for you as a client, how you should feel and where you're going as part of your treatment uh, process, then you won't see it as a luxury. You'll actually see it as a very, very valuable piece of of necessity to actually implement into a holistic routine to actually have to put your body back together after too much sitting, too much working out or too much eating the wrong types of foods because... Um, yeah, massage is really good for helping to flush out chemistry. It's really good for um, for releasing the tension from too much of, of anything in life. Yeah, and in fact, massage is used in a lot of detox centers across the world because they realize the value in lymphatic drainage. How does lymphatic drainage detoxify the body? And that can, in effect, help with fat loss, right? It can, it can indeed, it can in theory, um, again it depends on the application and um, how does massage influence the lymphatic drainage? Well, so we have circulation, we have blood flowing out to the tissues, the cells of the body and we have blood returning back to the heart. Um, the blood focuses on bringing nutrition and oxygen out to replenish, to all the, the, the tissues that need recovery, need a new supply of good materials. Um, it also takes away carbon dioxide and some bigger waste, like maybe some carbonic lactic acids. The rest of it is dependent then on the, the lymphatic system to gradually take the naturally recurring waste or toxins from the body back to be processed through the organs. Um, if there's kinks and twists in the fascia, well, that creates a gridlock problem further along the line. So, if you have um, if you have a broken down car on high path that can create traffic two miles away, and 
and you know it's the same with lymphatic drainage if we can actually take a twist or a kink out of the, the lymphatic drainage pathway then lymph can actually be removed so much easier from the body and actually take away those waste deposits um, it can in theory work with the right application for waste loss as well especially if it's more edema or more more liquefied deposits of, of waste sitting in the body because if you can release that where well, your body weight will go down um, and which means then that perhaps it won't turn into fat um, it's a, it can be done and some people are brilliant if they specialise at that I'm not saying that a normal mass fat can actually make you slimmer but it can definitely take some toxins out of your body yeah, so I, I believe that the cleaner your organs are, the more efficient your body is, the better it is at processing toxins and keeping your body fat low and keeping your muscle mass high. And the better your body composition, the better your health, the cleaner you are inside. And uh, that's why my, my dietary recommendations, they're not strict, they're just just give your body what it needs and nothing that it doesn't need. And we don't need these processed foods. We don't need the junk. And if you have it now and again, uh, I don't know why you would do that. But if you wanted to indulge, and, and we use words like indulge, and I'm not sure why, but um, if you wanted to have things now and again that aren't good for you, then just be aware of the effects it's having on your body and and have a protocol afterwards to cleanse yourself and keep your body clean. That's what it wants. That's what it needs. And looking after yourself. And massages is one of the most beautiful ways of looking after yourself. And Fran, you've been such a wonderful guest to have on the show. You speak so authentically. You're passionate about your work. You're making a difference to your clients. So thank you very much. And I, I definitely need a massage. I, I want to. I want to do the splits again. <laughs> <laughs> and my clients will en- yeah. my clients will enjoy your your massage. Where can we where can we book you? What's your website? So actually I run a clinic called the Massage Centre in Chiswick and Fulham Massage and Wellness in, in Fulham and Parcel Green. Um yeah, if you look up the Massage Centre Chiswick or London, you'll find us online. Uh, if you look up Fulham Massage and Wellness, again your searches our website will come up as well Fran thank you so much for coming on the show it's a pleasure Stephanie thank you very much for having me Um, much appreciated and the best of luck with everything thank you thank you for sharing your inspiring insights and helping urban health in keeping busy people healthy